don't ever be comfortable like if you're comfortable you're not doing the right you always have to like go out of your way to try and do better the whole thing started because uh i didn't have money mm -hmm. and i was like now i'm gonna graduate what am i gonna do with my mm -hmm. life i only had like a hundred dollars in my bank account and i was like well i'm gonna go to the to the, the parts store buy some tools mm -hmm. and everything just to wash a car simple mm -hmm. then i started like that just a bucket some soap a brush and then just started cleaning families cars and everything probably like ten dollar wash sometimes free my dad was like oh you get all your cars tinted like why don't you learn like to tint and then um i was like yeah i mean i can give it a try and then i went to go buy a tinting kit at o'reilly's yeah and then just do like a simple squeeze in a spray bottle on the tent. Mm -hmm. And then I did it on my, my dad's car. And um, I just looked at YouTube videos, looked for like an hour video, just how to do it. Self-teaching, self-taught. Yeah, yeah. I would do the back windows, they would come out bad, but I just kept trying and mm -hmm. trying. I wouldn't even charge people sometimes, but. Hey, like, you were hooking homies up. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I had to do that so I could learn somehow. If you want to be an entrepreneur, I would say take the risk, do anything in your power to do that. You might lose, you might win, but you never know until you actually do it. If you don't try, you'll never know. What's up, Rasa? Welcome back to the Valley Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Roman, and today we got a very special episode featuring One Sick Cat Eye, a.k.a. Jesus, a.k.a. owner, operator of JM Customs 209. Hey, Jesus, bro, thank you so much for coming on, bro. He talked about uh, car detailing, window tinting, and vehicle wrapping. He's been a hustler since uh, a young kid with his dad. He gets into it, talks about it. Entrepreneur, hustler, grinder. Uh, very rare to see um, young men that like take a chance on themselves and go all in. Honestly, I'm inspired and proud. And I learned a lot from this guy. I hope you guys do as well. If you guys are in the area... Please feel free to reach out for one of his services. He does great work. All his uh, links to his pages, his personal and his business will be down below. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Jesus, bienvenido, bro. Thank you. Thank you. We got JM Customs in the house. Yes, sir. Your business revolves around the car scene. Yes. Trucks, cars, I don't know, you can even do RVs, but basically it's tinting, wrapping, and detailing. Yes. That's cool, man, because it's it's a, a lot of people say focus on a niche, but you're focusing more like on an industry and like you're, you're able to be the one-stop shop. To like for all your vehicle needs, bro. Yeah, yeah. No más te falta la mecánica and like you yeah, literally yeah. do everything. Nah, man, but Jesus, bro, uh, we we got in touch thanks to the Ondeados Club, bro. So tell yeah. me a little bit about yourself, man. How long you been a member with Ondeados? And I know for the most part, people are going to know you because of your freaking truck, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. a beauty, man. That thing is, I think it's sick, dog. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's start off with the truck, man. Did, uh, did you have a love for a truck first, or did you always want to be in a club, or how did you get in there? So, first off, I was in the car scene. Mm -hmm. um, my first car was a Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, shit. And uh, it was six-speed mm -hmm. and everything. I learned how to drive stick on it. Simon. And then, um, well, my dad gave me that car. Then I always was like, damn, I want a 350Z. Mm -hmm. 
And then I sold that car. And then I bought 350Z. Then I did stuff to it. But I was swinging and everything. And then I blew the motor. And after that, I was like, I didn't want to do it no more. So I fixed it and I sold that. And then um, my friend was like, you should get a truck. It was a friend from Galt. His name is David. These fucking Davids, bro. They're everywhere. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep going. And then, um, yeah, he told me, you should get a truck. I was like, nah, bro, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about a truck. He's like, bro, get one. Because he was already in the truck scene, like, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then um, some guy went to my dad's shop, and he offered me the truck because he just saw me detailing there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, he offered me the truck. He gave me a good deal and everything. And then I just bought it because I was like, I don't have a car no more. I sold a 350. So oh, so you were carless at the time. Yeah, I was carless. So I bought it. Mm -hmm. And then not thinking I was going to do anything to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, People are going to say... Stop the cap. Because <laughs> <laughs> that first picture on that page, the one sec had it, yeah, that's yeah. how you bought it, right? Yeah, that's how I bought it. Man, bro. It, it looks... It don't even look like the same truck yeah, anymore. Yeah. It, it's 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 almost like I want you to make a meme to, to say, like, if you didn't want me at my worst, don't take me at my best. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it, it's sick, man. It's, and I know people that are watching, they either know about it or they're going to go look at it and they'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah. So, um... So, wait, your dad has a shop? Yeah. Oh, so he's an entrepreneur too? Yes, yeah. Oh, surprise, surprise here then. That yeah. you're following in the entrepreneurial footsteps. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. And um, so, uh, where'd you learn how to like, do you do everything yourself? It sounds like you're very like active with your hands and like you, yeah. you do a lot of things by yourself. Like Every time I wake up, I have to start doing something. Mm-hmm. Or else I start getting, like, depressed and stuff like that. I feel like I'm not being productive with my life. Uh, so, like, I always have to at least be cleaning something, organizing the active. garage or something. Yeah. Or else I feel like I'm not doing nothing good. Hold up. So, like, have you always thought like this? Like, being, like, productive, active? Hey, don't get me wrong, bro. Because you're, uh, how old are you? 21. 21, bro. Oh, shit! Oh, to, shit. Me, to me, that's young. Because I'm 27. Yeah. And at 21, bro, I'm not going to lie, bro. I was, like, probably, like, Xboxing, gaming, like, I wasn't doing much, you know, so, so to hear you, you're like hella active, gotta yeah, do yeah. something, gotta be working, gotta be fixing, that's tight, man, and ha was that instilled in you, or like your dad, your parents, or? So, you know? so pretty much, I started being like that mm -hmm. after I graduated high school, mm -hmm. well, when I was about to graduate, mm -hmm. pretty much, um, the whole thing started, because uh, I didn't have money, mm -hmm. And I was like, now I'm going to graduate. What am I going to do with my mm. life? I only had like $100 in my bank account. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to the to the, the parts store, buy some tools mm -hmm. and everything just to wash a car, simple. Mm -hmm. Then I started like that, just a bucket, some soap, a brush, and then just started cleaning families' cars and everything. Probably like $10 wash, sometimes free. Yeah. That, that's... That's the struggle, man. When you start up, man, you it's almost free. You got to give away the work for free because, you know, nobody's seen what you've done. So they, you got you to gotta show them a thing or two. Yeah. And so um, coming a little bit back, what's, uh, how long have you been in the club? I've been in the club for like a year and a half, I think. A year and a half. Oh, so you've been doing business a lot longer than yeah, you've been yeah. in the club, right? Yeah. Uh, tell me real quick, man. How's how's uh, how's Ondiado's been treating you, man? We're put, we're about to put him on blast right now. How's uh, how's Ondiado Central Valley been teaching you, man? We we we're gonna expose him tonight or what? 
Wow. They've been treating me good. Yeah. Like, really good. Like, we're very close. We're like, a, it's like a second family to me. Yeah. And like, uh, every time we hang out, it's always a good time. Never bad, bad terms or nothing. Like, I know. I'm, I'm just fucking capping with y'all because, <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Soul Nasty. Shout out to I Am Davis Castile, bro. Y'all, y'all's video did a thousand views, bro. And like, it was like my most active video, man. Just like, shout out to them, the other people, bro. And like, all the truck people, people, part of the show, man. Yo, they, they showed up, man. That video popped off. And like, y'all are a family, man. And I see the family um, vibe in your videos. I've seen David's vlogs, I've seen your vlogs. Y'all are hella funny when y'all together, man. Y'all yeah, yeah. just be like, straight up. Stop the cap. Capping on each other left and right. <laughs> and like, it's, it's, it's funny, dog. It's, it's fucking, it's, I feel like I'm hanging out with homies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even though, even though it's through video. And one, one video, I just got to like recommend people checking out because I don't know you guys that personally, but just watching the interaction, <laughs> shit had me laughing, man. It was, um, y'all went to the Las Vegas meet, which I mean, yeah, what's that one called? Uh, it's called Las Vegas Showdown. Las Vegas Showdown, man. Yeah. And y'all went to a restaurant. Yeah. It was um, Dicks. Yeah. Bro, that sh that segment it was like five ten minutes of a waitress. Like, so tell me a little bit about the restaurant. Do you remember that? Do you know what video I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me. So what's the? I've never even heard of it, bro. So like, what's the? Tell the people what the point of the restaurant is. So pretty much that <laughs> restaurant is like, they treat you like, like shit. And, like, they really don't care about you. That's the whole concept of the restaurant. That's why it's called Dicks. Yeah. So, like, they, they just treat you like you're nothing there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, the lady, the, the waitress was capping and y'all left and right. Gave you guys hats. <laughs> like, that, that honestly, man, the, if it, it's only, like, a place I feel like you go with the boys. No, yeah. Definitely. You take grandma. You take mom. You take a date there, bro. Your ass is, like... You ain't getting nothing tonight, yeah. but that shit was funny though. To go with the compas, to go with the homies, bro. That, that shit was real funny, and like th that was five ten minutes made me laugh. Uh, go check out his videos, man. If if you want to see what on the others is about and how active they are and the type of shit they be doing, uh, D David and um, Jesus is, have some good videos, bro. But nah, man, yeah, like I like you said, it's definitely a family, and that's dope. You guys are that you're a part of it, man, and um and now with you guys all um. With you all linking up and stuff, has that helped your business grow? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like my truck, people see my truck out there and mm -hmm. stuff, and they're like, "Oh, why does it always look clean?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, I have a detailing business," and then that's how everything starts. And then you just get to know more people and more, and then networking. Yeah. So the more people you know, like the more customers I get and stuff like that. So do you think you're one being part of the club and two having a nice truck? Those must really benefit you and with your with your company, right? Yeah, it's like uh, of driving advertisement. So pretty much whenever I go to a show or something, I put some business cards on the truck and they grab them, stuff like that, just to see like what I have. That's smart, bro. That's smart. Damn, I didn't even, that, that's a good marketing yeah, tactic. Yeah. Um, I, I think it helps you out a lot too, man, is like I almost want to use the metaphor as like a, a clean barber, bro. You see a clean ass truck and what he washes trucks and he like tents them and all this. Like if he could do that good of a job on his, I'm going to get him to do mine. It's like when you go to a barber, if the farmer is not lined up or all like, you know, está bien peinado, I'm, I'm going to be second guessing it, you know, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you can't take care of yourself, what makes you think you're going to take care of me? Yeah. So 
No, that's good, man. And then uh, I be seeing the, a lot of the raza around here be showing you love, like be tagging you, and you be really active. And Gall, Lodi, Stockton too. Yeah, everywhere, man. We touching everywhere. That's dope, bro. I'm assuming. So you said the washing the cars came first, right? Yeah. Was that um, you just wanted to like make money and like, hey, I'll wash your truck car for ten bucks, or did you have like a vision already? Like, no, nah, I'm gonna make this money. I'll wash trucks. Well, I seen my dad. My dad sent me a great example. Mm, what was it? Um, so I used to go to work with him mm -hmm. when I was like eight or ten years old, just clean around the shop. He'd make you or you'd volunteer? Well, I, I would go. I would want to go. That's dope. Yeah, and then so I started off like that. Off of there, I, was, I would see his business grow. And I was like, dude, this is dope. Like, I feel like I could do this. And then coming high school when I was about to graduate, I got depression because I had no money and I was about to graduate. So then I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and see if I, this would work out. Mm -hmm. At first, the, like the first six months didn't work. I would have to wash people's cars for free. Mm -hmm. But I mean, my dad and his clientele and everything, I would wash right there at my dad's shop. Yeah. And his clientele would give me work and stuff. Uh, where's the shop, uh, shop at? Is it in Lodi? Yeah, it's in Lodi. Where's it at? It's over there by the Omelette House by 99. It's, it's called Oscar's Outer Bear. It's like a big blue building. Oh, it's next to the taco truck. Behind yeah. the taco truck. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's it called again? Oscar's Outer Bear. Hey, shout out to them. Oscar's Outer Bear, man. Support, support your local hustlers. When you started off then, I'm assuming because uh, your dad was already doing his thing that they fully supported you. They didn't, like, your family didn't tell you, like, go to school or get a real job, quote-unquote? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, my grandma, my mom, even my dad, mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, you have a big, a big opportunity. Because I would get honor roll and stuff like that in school. Mm -hmm. But then um, they were like, yeah, you should go become a surgeon or something. But then I thought in my head, I was like, no, you know what? Like, I don't want to work for somebody else. And, yeah. and so you just, you just, you didn't even try college or anything? No, I didn't even try. You, yeah. you just said like you know what I'm a, I'm either gonna get rich or die trying. Yeah, that's dope, bro. That's uh, and you don't so you've never like gone to school, but you've had a job or never had. No, a I've never had a job either. God damn, bro, you over here. <laughs> you making shit happen, bro. You making shit happen. Damn, dude, that's that's tight because you got three things going on right now. So yeah. see, uno no jala. The other two hopefully make, pull, make up for it, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool, bro. That's hella cool. Um, because, uh, and did they always like, uh, obviously they told you to go to college, but they believe in you from the start or it wasn't until you were making money? Oh, no, definitely. They didn't, they didn't believe me. Yeah. And believe in me pretty much. Because um, my dad would be making money mm -hmm. like way more than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dad, like you've been in business 15 years yeah, exactly. and a long time. So like I'm barely starting. So you have to. You have to think about it, like the difference. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I guess you can give it a try. So I give it a try. And then um, a year into it is when it started to go. Picking up? Picking up and everything. Uh, what, what, do you kind of recall the switch or the flip where, like, damn, people are really fucking with me? Like, did something happen or did, did somebody, like, put you on or anything that you remember? Or was uh, it just consistency? You just kept having reincurring clients? So... So I had this thing where I had I made business cards, mm -hmm. and it was called Mendiola Detailing back then. Okay. Um, so in the back of the card it said, uh, "Get four washes and you get the fifth one free." Bro, your marketing techniques are spot on, spot <laughs> on because nobody else is doing them. 
Yeah. And then just people kept like, I'm pretty sure referrals coming for the free washes. Like I'm two stamps away. I stamp away yeah. from that free wash. Yeah. Um, so it used to be called what? Men- Mendiola Detailing. Mendiola Detailing. And then you converted it to JM Customs? Uh, yes. Uh, that red car, is was that your old car? Or no, well, this, I just got it designed. Uh-huh. And then um, the designer just put that logo. Uh-huh. And I was like, I guess it looks cool. And then I just kept in. R- rolled with it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, is that an old car of yours or something? Because I would yeah. imagine you put your truck on it. No, yeah. Well, the new one I have has my truck. The new one? Yeah, but I don't have it. I don't have any shirts made yet for that one. Ah, it looks dope, bro. Black, yeah. black, red, and white. Can't go wrong with that. And uh, not that, that's usually with anything, though. That's usually with anything. And I can't even... I can't even get mad at parents or people that don't believe in you at the start. Like, especially as a child of immigrants they want what's best for you so them whole going to school get a job um it's not that i don't really take it no more is that they don't believe in you it's more in like the they just want you to have a safe path or like a safe future you know like because they were raised with get the nine to five Mm get the 401k save for retirement but in this day and age man Minimum wage ain't even minimum no more, bro. You're fucking poor if you yeah. got minimum wage. And also, but we live in a beautiful era where everything's at our fingertips. And I really believe, like, if you want to start any type of business, you're in the best position possible because everything's on the internet to learn. You can learn and also like, to promote yourself. Back then, you had to, like, rent out a brick and mortar building and have signs up and now man if if you if you're active on um social media and you get in touch with the, the right people and you know what you're doing man the, the people are going to come yeah, yeah. the people are going to come so i i really do believe like we're very blessed to be in this opportunity because even podcasting even um your mobile services i don't think it could have been done 10 20 years ago like yeah, yeah. so i think it's dope man i think it's dope like our generation this new generation is really like on the come up you know because same thing, man. The whole right now, I, I have a job. I have a nine to five, but you know, the end goal is to like, man, like, like I don't want to be fifty years old asking, begging a, a month in advance to get a day off with my wife and kids. You know, like it's just yeah. not a future I'd want to live. And it's it's all thinking in the future, you know, because, um, but all that comes with sacrifice and commitment. But hey, man, I vamos poco poco. So uh, detailing was going good, man. Detailing was going good. And what made you tap into the the tinting part of it? So um. Pretty much, I was detailing and everything mm-hmm. was going good, and then this is what that this was at the time when I got my three fifty, mm-hmm. and I went to go get it tinted. Yeah, and then um, my dad was like, "Oh, you get all your cars tinted? Like, why don't you learn, like, to tint?" And then, um, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I can give it a try," and then I went to go buy a tinting kit at O'Reilly's. Yeah, and then just like a simple squeegee and a spray bottle and the tint. Mm-hmm. And then I did it on my my dad's car, and um, I just looked at YouTube videos, looked for, like, an hour video, just how to do it. Self-teaching? Self-taught? Yeah, yeah. And then I tried it out, and it, it, didn't come, it didn't come out that bad. It was... Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, after that, I would, I would tell my friends, like, oh, let me tint your car. Just buy, like, the simple tint from O'Reilly's. Yeah. Because I know I'm messing it up, like... I, I believed in myself that I was going to learn, but at you, the time I was like, oh, you, you yeah, know, yeah. you were going to take a, f- a few hours in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's with anything, man. That, yeah. that, you, any, anything. You you start up something new for the first time, there's going to be L's here, left and right, man. 
yeah. And uh, what what was uh, what was like the hardest thing, man? Is it, I don't know nothing about scenting. Is it like the type of car, the the type of film? Like what what does is that hard? Like it, I don't want to downplay it because it looks. You guys make it look easy, yeah, but I don't yeah, think yeah. it's as easy as it looks. No, no, is that what I'm saying? So it it's it's pretty difficult, right? Yeah, it's pretty difficult. So I started, and then I would just do side windows. Because the back window and the windshield are the hardest part. Because you have to shrink a big piece of, of tint and everything. So then um, I would do the back windows. They would come out bad. But I just kept trying and mm-hmm. trying. I wouldn't even charge people sometimes. But Man, like, you were hooking homies up. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I had to do that so I could learn somehow. Mm-hmm. So I would just watch videos every day, every day, every day. Like, and then until, like, six to eight months, I started getting good at doing the back window and the windshield. Mm -hmm. The first time I did a windshield, I could do a back window easily. Mm -hmm. But the windshield, I tried it, and then I charged my friend, like, $20. I got to point this out right now. You said it took six to eight months for you to perfect the back windshield, right? Yeah. And this is only hours after hours and hours of videos and hours and hours of practice. And still, you only charge your homie 20 bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, what does uh, uh, the back... Uh, now, today, on an average car, what does the back window uh, cost you? Like, like to like like, how, how long does it take you to, to do that now? So, to do a back window is like 30 minutes. 30 minutes, right? Yeah. Um, your, uh, your prices, your business, whatever... But, like, people uh, with these type of services, people just think of what does the product cost, but they don't really take in consideration your skills. Yeah. Right now, you you just said, <laughs> after so much trial and error, six to eight months, hours of video, that's where the price comes from, man. Yeah. It doesn't come from the 30 minutes of work you just put in. It comes from the, the trials and tribulations and the ups and downs and like now that i can do you a finance job in 30 minutes to an hour boom this is my price and then like people still got a problem with it or like not all but like the people that nag at a price me me as somebody that i kind of understand business i kind of understand marketing i'm like no nah, man we're not we're not paying for just like for him to hit the tent we're paying for all the knowledge he knows on like the ins and outs because i'm pretty sure we can do it don't get me wrong you can do a lot of the jobs we pay for we can do them yeah. but you got to buy the tools yeah. You got to buy the uh, the right film. You got to make sure. I, I think it's, it's to me, it's a lot cheaper to get it, to pay you up, to get the job done once than to get it fucking done, go cheaply and get it done twice. Once because you messed up and now twice because you just got to pay somebody to fix yeah, it. Yeah. So th- that's dope, man. I want to point out to the people, man, because so- something with like services like this that I can do it myself, you know, um, it's like, nah, man, you, you're, you're paying for the, his skills and profession. So, and that's cool, man. And then I'm pretty sure as you went on, you started upping your prices because you're like, the demand started getting more. Yeah, like, yeah. you started uh, making a name for yourself and demand goes up, prices go up, supply and demand, man. It's yeah. business one-on-one. To somebody that's considering t- on tinting their cars, what are the benefits of it? Like, what are the pros? The only cons I can say, man, and this is kind of stupid that I got to say this is... Is that cops, there's a chance you'll get pulled over in California, in even Lodi, if you got a tinted-ass car, man. Like that, That's like the only like con I see. But the one thing I don't get on that side 
is they have tinted ass cars. Yeah. But we can't have tinted ass cars. And yeah. that's on like, are we playing by the same rules or you guys got a different playbook than us? That's the only part where I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to look cool too. Because yeah. uh, that, that's, hey, I guess that's even a pro. It looks cool. Aesthetically pleasing, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's more to it than that. So what, what are some pro, uh, pros or benefits of tinting your car? So some benefits are um, it'll protect your interior. Um, like from the sun, right? Yeah, from the sun rays. Mm -hmm. So like it'll keep it nice and clean. Mm -hmm. So pretty much it'll look brand new still. So like, cause over time the sun beats down on it mm -hmm. and they'll make it faded mm -hmm. and like just make it be able to crack easier. You know what? That's so true. Like it, it, do, it do be fading, and yeah, especially yeah, yeah. if it hits like just a portion of it. Like this portion is gonna be all like, like burnt or like you know yeah, like yeah. faded basically. Fade. Yeah. And that's a good one. Yeah, that's true. Another one. And then another benefit is pretty much it, you'll get protected from the sun. Like, all the UV rays will reflect off the window mm -hmm. uh, back into the sky. So, they won't really touch your skin. So, like, you'll be protected and everything during the sun. I mean, during the summer. Yeah. He, hey, man, these these summers, bro, them springs, dog, when it gets plus 90, dude, oh, max yeah. AC, I'll be honest with you, I don't got tint on my truck. Yeah. But I, I only got it in the back part, right? Because mm. that's the legal side of it yeah. quote unquote but i i man i'm gonna lie man FBI, open up! i don't want to give the cops any reason to pull me over bro like i'm a law obeying citizen i just don't want to give them any reason bro like i if i if i can't avoid it i will yeah i may maybe maybe in the future when i got money like that to our, our, our fix it windows uh Fix it tickets expensive, like for ten. Like, do, do do have you dealt with anything like that, or have your customers have? They tell you, hey man, they pulled me over. Yeah, so I've gotten I think six to eight ten tickets uh, in my truck. Oh shit! Oh shit! God yeah. damn, bro. Yeah, six to eight, and it's still tinted. Well, it's it's the other one, the yeah 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 the red one, right? One, the yeah. was the cat eye. Yeah yeah. God and damn. Pretty much, they kept pulling me over. Yeah. And then I would just take it off. You have to pay twenty five. That's it. Yeah, twenty five. But you have to take it off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you don't take it off, if you don't take it off, I think it's like four hundred to five hundred, something around there. But you could leave it on. You just have to pay for the ticket. Hold up. So you can get pulled over, and then with the ticket, you have the option of taking it off for an extremely cheap price, or to keep it on for a high premium price. Yeah. That, that this confirms my theory the government just wants money bro the <laughs> government like it's not even they because cops pull over people and say oh it's due to my safety because yeah, i gotta yeah, know yeah. who's inside and yeah. all that but you've heard the whole spiel eight yeah, times yeah. bro no hey you be active out here bro <laughs> <laughs> um that's i didn't know that because i thought you had to either take it off or like they'd fucking arrest you or something, you know? That's what I'm just assuming, right? But, hey, man, I think I might tint my shit and just pay the five if, like, because to not get, but now they can't bother you or you don't even know. So, pretty much, if you get pulled over for tint uh -huh. and you pay for the for the higher premium thing, yeah. just keep it, right? Yeah. I think they could still pull you over. So, if they pull you over again, I mean, you would just be wasting money oh, keeping it on okay. and stuff. <laughs> House always wins, bro. Or in this case, the government. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I nah, would have nah, to look I, into And you it. know what? 
and I don't want to find out. So I'm not even going to attempt it, bro. I'm just, if somebody knows, let me know, tap in, comment. But uh, yeah, that, that, that eight times, goddamn. So, and of course, you're the plug. So, shoot, take it yeah, off. Take it off, put it back on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cops don't think you got money. They're like, damn, how the hell is this guy getting 10 every other month? Uh, and it be in Lodi or all the other cities? Um, well, I've gotten pulled over here in Lodi. In Stockton and Galt. But the worst uh, the worst one was in Stockton. I got pulled over in Stockton. I had stickers on my mm-hmm. windshield. And then the cop was like, oh, like, I'm going to pull you over because you have tin in the windshield. And then you have stickers um, obstructing your view. And then he was like, if you don't take them off, I'm going to arrest you, this and that. Hey, bro, I love the cops. I swear to God I do. But the... These dumb petty misdemeanors, yeah. crime. I don't even know what the hell come, bro. These pet, they got better shit to do, man. And they're over here giving you shit over uh, tent and stickers. Yeah. L's, bro. L's everywhere. Yeah. All right. You brought up the protection on the on your interior. You brought up um, the protection on your skin. It looks cool. Protects you from the heat. Any anything else you you think it benefits? You think off the top of your head? Um, pretty much, like, if you get ceramic tint, which mm-hmm. is the higher premium from carbon. So, so there's carbon <clears throat> and there's ceramic? Well, there's dyed and then carbon and then ceramic. Dyed. Is that, like, the cheapest? Yeah, dyed is the cheapest. That's the one that you see around the street that's purple. Mm, okay, okay. So okay. it's black, mm-hmm. but, like, after six to a year, six months to mm-hmm. a year, it turns purple. Mm, okay. Yeah, because it's a dyed film. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just a dye that makes it black. Oh, so then gotcha, once, gotcha. once the black is gone, it's pretty much like back to the original color. It's more like just a temporary solution. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it's not something to, Hey man, just to kind of like do most uh, shops do dye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of shops do dye. Oh shit. Yeah. I didn't even know the sound effect for that one. Oh shit. Oh, Wait, shit. Do, do the customers know? Do, like, do they tell you like, Hey, we got this cheap option or we got this expensive or not. They just, Put in, like, do you give customers your options, or do you just like, uh, do you just use one film, or how do you do it? So me, I never like dyed mm-hmm. because it was harder to work with. Pretty much would last nothing, so like I couldn't give warranty. Mm. So oh, now, yeah, got you, got you. You give warranty too. I give lifetime warranty. Yeah, lifetime warranty. Yeah. yeah so um, the dyed, I don't really put that on any car. I don't even buy it. Mm, because gotcha. it's like a waste to me I, it would ruin my name see cars out there with the dyed film and then all purple and bubbly so it would just mess up my name and not have a a good name for myself pretty much i i loved how you you care about your reputation yeah yeah that's really important man you care you're very aware how you carry yourself and then number two is like you want to offer a premium service and a premium product. Yeah, so yeah. why even touch that other stuff? Yeah. That's dope, bro. That's, that's really cool, man. Because that's going to take you far in life, man. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're taking it as seriously and professional as you are, man, like, I know it's going to, like, elevate you to the next things. So that, yeah, th- yeah. that's dope, bro. That's hella dope. And um, uh, do, do you, so off the two, ceramic and carbon? Carbon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it just like who who would um who who would you recommend for who or like everybody just get the best of the best or hey no nah, if you're in this situation you're cool with just the carbon 
So pretty much, I recommend ceramic, mm -hmm. which is the highest heat blocking one. It blocks the most heat out of your vehicle. Mm -hmm. I would recommend that one to anybody that's looking for the benefits of like rejecting the heat. Oh, gotcha. But yeah. if you just want to get blacked out and that yeah. privacy. Yeah. If you want to get blacked out, privacy, and still have some heat rejection, yeah. I would get the carbon. Got it. And then it also depends on your budget because uh, it's kind of a big difference from carbon to ceramic. Uh we're talking a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, just uh, on the difference. Yeah, it's probably a hundred dollars more. The ceramic one. No, nah, yeah, that that is a good amount. If it was twenty bucks, I'd be like just no, take yeah, the extra. Yeah. But a hundred bucks, man, that's 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 what most of us make in a day. So, hey, but that's good, man. I didn't, I would have never known, and now I do. And we might talk after the show. Who knows? Not yet. <laughs> um, hey, oh, and one last thing, one last thing. That's true. It, the The black tint helps you not getting robbed, man. Especially, oh, yeah. I don't. Thankfully, I don't know, man. That them Lodi CA crime groups. I, I be on Facebook, and then they be posting on these Facebook groups. Um, people getting robbed left and right, and like even through their car windows. And I'm like, fuck, man. They should have had tint. Nah. At the end of the day, nah. They should have. Um. Uh, people shouldn't steal, but we don't live in that type of world. We live yeah. in the like do everything to protect yourself. So. Tent could help, tent could not, but then if the cops pull you over, then you lose either way. Yeah. So it's a lose-lose, pick the best of both worlds and, uh, you know, keep it going, keep it pushing. You got, uh, is this recent or how new is this? Um, you recently got certified to do uh, vehicle wrapping, right? Yeah, recently, yeah. Uh, shout out to the homie Eddie over at Street Image. Is that Yeah, Street Image, but his website for the... The mm -hmm. It's called Vehicle Rap Training. Vehicle Rap Training. Yeah. I checked out his page, man. Impressive. Really yeah. impressive. Really, like, knows what he's doing. Um, lots of value and information. Uh, how'd you find out about him? So, pretty much, I was just scrolling through mm -hmm. Instagram stories, mm -hmm. and I saw one of his ads. I was like, oh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Like, yeah. I was just thinking in my head, I was like, I need to do something else. I need to add something. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I gave him a call. And then he was like, yeah, you could just send me a deposit. We'll set it up. And then you could come in for the class. Yeah. And then I told another one of my friends, uh, his name's David. He's also in on the house. Wait, did you say his name's David? Yeah, another David. <laughs> hey, we're going to play a game one time. Like, I might have a show. It's going to be called David. We're going to invite every fucking David we know. And we're going to take a shot every time somebody says our name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh -huh, So you and David go to the training? Yeah, me and David went to the training. And then, uh, so pretty much in my business, uh, me and him uh, work together to get the, the vinyl wrap done. Mm -hmm. um, right now, it's been pretty slow because mm -hmm. um, we're still like barely getting into it and mm -hmm. offering it. Not a lot of people want to do it either because it's it's pretty expensive. Nah, man, that's that you're you're talking about a good, a pretty ass penny on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to go back then too. Also, it's a pretty penny. Because it's not something you learned overnight, or it's not something you learned for free. Yeah, yeah. You were trained by another professional, and you took classes, and you're certified. So yeah. these are all three big-ass points, because we go back to it. People just think of the rap, and they don't think of, like, your actual skill set. Yeah. Um, What uh, what made you want to get into that world? Um, Pretty much, I would see vinyl wrapping, like, a lot of detailers would add it to their their catalog of stuff they know how to do. Wow. So then it looked pretty interesting because a car could be 
like a week before this color and then mm-hmm. a week later it's another color and it was like a big awarding thing that right. i saw and i was like oh yeah like you could really transform a car yeah. just by putting a, a it's pretty much a big sticker yep but it's uh, pretty difficult to do it it's, i bet yeah I, yeah and uh I, I actually I looked into the guy's website. That that guy's website it's hands on training. Yeah, which is nice. Where's he located at? Uh, he's located in Hayward. Hayward. I it was like I knew it was Bay Area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Bay yeah. Area. Hell yeah! I saw that um, he was in the Bay Area, and his classes are a couple bands, man. Yeah, that cheapest class is like at least two three bands, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's nineteen fifty. That's two bands, bro. Yeah, two bands, yeah. <laughs> two bands, and then up, and then I saw if you want this much training, it's this much, yeah, and I, yeah. I'm just like, so knowing you did that, and knowing how much you charged, how many cars have you guys done so far? So pretty much we just done partial. Well, pretty much we did one whole car, mm-hmm. but that one was like a free free wrap for mm-hmm. one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a he works at a barber shop in Galt. Got it. And then uh, he was like, "Yeah, bro, like you want to help me out? It's good." I was like, yeah, sounds good. And then that was before I got certified. Mm-hmm. So, like, we messed oh, up a couple times. got it, got it. And then, like, a week later, after we started that car, a week later, I went to the training. Mm-hmm. And then after the training, I was like, oh, bro, this is going to be a breeze. Like, And then I did learn a lot of techniques and everything. The car went by smooth and everything. And then, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, how how we did the full car. Yeah. And then um, we've just done hoods. I think we've done two hoods. Yeah. But right now we're in the process of getting more customers to do that. I I got to I got to let the people know right now. Man. If you're listening, I'm telling you guys right now. Lock in with the homie fast right now that he's up and coming cuz I swear once he's got a few vehicles under his name, then prices are going to be up up and it ain't going to be no more free 99, man. So <laughs> That's something I noticed with some people with skills, man. At first, they undervalue themselves, which with, um, understandably, right? Because you don't even, it's kind of like you're still like putting your toes in the water, basically. Yeah, yeah. I remember once you know, oh, this shit, I got this shit, man. That's when like nobody can tell you nothing. So, yeah. I mean, that's just a quick uh, uh, PSA to all the people that want to, um, uh, thinking of wrapping their cars, man. Tell the homie right now, man, because, and it's two of you. Yeah, it's two of us. Yeah. Oh, so that's two brains. That's yeah. two set of hands. So, hey, man, get him right now and uh, uh, aprovechan, as we yeah. say, as we say in our raza. I want to tell the people on, and you're like a perfect good example on this, the importance of investing in yourself, not just like uh, physically, but like also mentally, and like in your business. I'm trying to say because. Nobody told you to go make those polos with your logo on it. No, oh, yeah. Nobody told you, hey, go to this class and get certified. Nobody told you or made you, you know, watch these videos and learn techniques and learn from others. It's very important to invest in yourself because um, as somebody who used to play like a lot of video games, I always wanted the best characters, the best guns, the best power-ups, this and that, you know. But then I to told myself like, why not... Um, why not level up in real life? And by pe- people doing that is when you start investing in yourself. You start taking risks. You start doing things that a lot of people don't do. And like, um, read, learn, grow. And so I kind of, I kind of want to put put it back to you, man. Like, 
how important do you think is to invest in yourself? Like with all these things you've done, have they been scary at first to do? Where like you like don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure you paid a pretty penny to learn. It was that kind of like intimidating to you to like, damn man, I hope this works out or I hope I get something from this. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, like I take courses and classes, like not just to like make money out mm -hmm. of it, but so I could have another skill set mm -hmm. in me. Yeah. Because um, pretty much I just take opportunities whenever I can to learn new things. Because the more you learn, the more you know, pretty much you're going to be smarter and know a lot of stuff in the world. And that's important. You're going to be more valuable. Yeah. You're going to be more valuable. And you're going to be able to offer more to people. From, from now to what you learned so far, what's like the best piece of advice you can give to like somebody that wants to like be an entrepreneur or somebody that like, hey man, school ain't really for me. Um, I want to do this. Um, I want to do my own thing. Like, c can you speak on like what you learned or what you can like tell somebody that like maybe they're on the fence about it? So pretty much if you want to be an entrepreneur, I would say take the risk, do anything in your power to do that. You might lose, you might win, but you never know until you actually do it. If you don't try, you'll never know. I, I facts on that because it's it's a uh, it reminds me of um Alex Hormozzi said this and he says like if I if I don't go for the thing I want to go for it's a hundred percent chance I'm not gonna be successful at like whatever you think success is right yeah. but if I do go for the thing I want to go for it's still a high chance I won't be successful but at least now I got a shot you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. most of these jobs unless unless you get into one of these companies or corporate things that you can climb up the ladder and after 20 years you can finally be the big dog after giving all your time and energy to this one business right um but for most of us jobs un unless you're happy with that nine to five life you you got to take the jump and i tell all my people and all my friends that it's best the best time to uh to taste your dreams was yesterday that's the best time the second best time is right now. And that's another quote I picked up. But basically saying, the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to find out. Because yeah. we all think we have these great ideas. We all think we have this um, this like uh, gold field of like, oh, this is going to work. But it's not until you actually do it, till you actually find out like, yeah, it's going to yeah. work. Yeah, no, it's not going to work out. Um, And, uh, and especially uh, if you're young like you and don't have kids. I, I think right now is like like fall go for it yeah because yeah when tienes los compromisos yeah when you're com committed you know to when you have a child on the way when you have a house payment like we have like a lot of these life things um you can't take as many risks you can't be as risky as when you're like 21 yeah. and like young you know no that that's good man that's good and i'm pretty sure four years in your your parents have a whole different outlook on you now oh yeah definitely a full Definitely, circle yeah yeah what they tell you now now they're like oh we need to look for a shop now for you <laughs> love that man love yeah. that my dad he says like oh we should open a tire shop together and then like you could have the the detailing and vinyl wraps and tinning like next to it like we could both work together That's i'm like oh so now like you want to work together huh? <laughs> back then really didn't want want me to do this yeah but like now it, like he he wants me to get more serious into it keep investing right yeah keep, keep keep putting money into it just grow bigger 
And then don't ever be comfortable. Like, if you're comfortable, you're not doing the right. You always have to, like, go out of your way to try and do better. Facts. I, I see you have San Judas on, yeah. on, uh, on your ring and on your um, necklace uh, chain. You um you religious? You're a man of God. You you um you stand I'm, by that? I'm I'm Catholic. Damn. Yeah. You hear that guy? You said it with your chest though. I like that man. I like that. <laughs> it, it wasn't known like Catholic. It was like I'm Catholic. I'm like, yeah. I love that, bro. So you man of God or what? Yeah, yeah. Always. I uh. Oh, uh, since, since birth or there's something happening in your life where like, no, God uh, has to be real or like, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm always curious on people's perspective. Like what is faith to you? What is God to you? Like, no, yeah. Well, since birth, I was baptized, mm -hmm. uh, probably like when I was three or two, mm -hmm. I can't remember. It was a long time. Traditional Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. We all been there. And then, yeah. So pretty much I just prayed to God and like he helps, he helps in a lot of ways. Like when you're stressed out mm -hmm. or having are anxious, you just pray to God and then he makes things better for you. Or like business going a little slow, just talk to him. He listens to you, goes back up. He always has a plan for you and always is looking for the best for you. No matter what. Yeah. That's beautiful, bro. That's, that's fucking beautiful. And um, I like that, man. I like that because um, uh, you need faith in this world. Yeah. And maybe I can have, obviously not with you. But to somebody that doubts or doesn't believe, maybe it's not a particular religion, man. But I'm a big believer in there's so much evil in this world. There's so much bad in this world. Yeah. Yin and yang. For there to be that much negativity out here, there has to be good. It's it's the rules of law. It's it's, it's um the the rules of energy. Like I'm just saying, for there to be that many bad things going on in this world, there has to be good things. It's just that we don't put a spotlight on like when too many good things happen. We only put, we only like to pay attention to drama and the craziness, you know. But no, that's beautiful, man, because you got two beautiful pieces. And um, I always tell everybody, you you have to have some type of faith in your life. Yeah, it doesn't have to be my religion, my God, my nothing, man. But you you need a uh, faith in this world, 100. percent Yeah, definitely. So, uh, JM Customs, man, what are the, what are the the end goal? What are the future plans? We're in starting the second quarter. We're almost halfway through twenty twenty three, man. Do you have any like goals or dreams you want to do by the end of the year or by next year? What's it looking so, like for you? Yeah, I want to get a shop and then get established uh, in a location. Yeah. And anywhere in the 209, yeah, Lodi, uh, just, or are you just open? Lodi. Lodi? Yeah. Home base right here? Yeah, yeah. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Um, a shop for all three services? A shop for, like, with your dad? Um, uh, pretty much just a shop for all three services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want I just want something small, not too big. Because, I mean, pretty much unless I have, like, I hire people to work for me, then I would get a bigger shop. But, like, since I'm a one-man team right now, and then I would just get like a two car garage. So, uh, go back real quick. Um, you said something small, not too big. Change your language, and by that I mean, and I learned this from my second episode with Lobo and uh, his brother Shroom. Is like we like to like downplay ourselves and say like, 
Oh, just a little bit. I don't need a lot, right? Yeah. No, man. I want a big shop. I w- I want employees. I want the the lot full with cars. Yeah. I'm a big believer, man. And just t- bringing it back with faith, man. You believe it, you can make it happen, dog. No, yeah. You can make it happen, dog. So you're going to get the big shop, uh, big cars, big checks, big everything, bro. <laughs> and, and that's cool, man. So, so you have a whole vision for this. This yeah, isn't yeah. just like a temporary... Make the money and then move on to something else. No, yeah, no. You would definitely want to. Yeah, this, this is probably a forever type of thing that I want to do, like, for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Because I take it as a passion. Back then, it was like a job. But now I'm, like, tinting windows and I'm, like, oh, I'm just having fun, chilling. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't even feel like I'm working. And that's how it should be, like, with whatever your your job is. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a job. It should be, like, a passion, like, a hobby. Yes. And not something that you're, like dragging your feet to like clock in and you hate yeah. every minute of it and that's a depressing life man this is a depressing yeah. life because um i i seen it with people and i even see it at my job um people hate being here uh you know and i'm just like damn man imagine being 50 years old and like hating your life bro like i don't know i just i find it sad yeah i find yeah. it sad and i'm just like all right well balls in my core i gotta do everything i can right now to Make sure that's not me, you know. But yeah, I'm glad you love it. I'm glad uh, you're pursuing it, and I'm really glad like you're taking all this um, time and energy to like become a better. You're proud, but you're not satisfied, and I feel yeah. like that's a very important trait for entrepreneurs to have. Because I feel like the second you get comfortable, man, that's when somebody's gonna come up behind you, or that that's where you start to decline. You know? Yeah, you gotta. It ain't always going to be straight, you know, but you got to be going sh- uh, short, uh, sl- slowly but surely moving up in life, yeah, you know, yeah. slowly but surely moving up in life. Now that's, love it, bro. Love it. And I really believe um, with all this, man, that I like, thank you for coming on, man. It was, sh- shout out to my people over there on Diados one more time. And I, man, I, Tenting, vehicle wrapping, detailing, tapping with the homie Jesus, man. Like, he'll take care of you, man. Thank they you, thank you. Got good things going on over there. And thank you for the shirt, by the way. I appreciate it. I'll definitely thank you. I'll definitely be rocking it. Oh, hell yeah. And you got to take me in the cat eye one time. Oh, yeah, sounds yeah, good. We got, I got we got to go mobbing one time, bro. Yeah, I got you. Uh, anything you want to say to the people, bro? Where can they find you or where can they tap in to uh, look at you? You got this camera, this camera, that camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You guys can find me at JM underscore customs 209. And then it's customs with a Z at the end. And then just check out my Instagram on there. And then just uh, DM me. And then I'll send you a quote. Whatever you guys need, just let me know. I'm here. Y'all heard the homie. Thank you for guys coming. Episode 11 Thank with you. Jesus. JM Customs 209. Hasta la otra raza. Peace. <laughs>